this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and so glad and honored again to be with you guys today on this beautiful, beautiful week. I tell you, I'm just excited. Today is amazing, and I'm just looking forward to being with you guys, and I'm happy today. I tell you, I love to be happy, but I'm happy today, especially because, you know, you begin to reflect on life, and you realize how how life as a whole is really good. It's really good. And I wanted to sort of bring forth something to you guys today, but first, before I do, I want to stop for a moment and tell you guys about the book of the month for April. Now, what's really great about this is a lot of people don't really pay attention to uh, the soul. And so I actually put a book out this month, which all you guys and gals that are on our book of the month program, you've already got the book. I've already had, you know, dynamic reviews of people saying, wow, like you overdid yourself. This is a good book. It's helping me a lot. But this month's book is called Healing from Disease or Healing from Disease. So it's Healing from Dis hyphen ease. Because I, what I talk about in this book is I dive into the soulless realm of the mind, the will, the emotions, and how they play a huge part and role within our lives as far as health or being unhealthy. And so you guys got to get a lot of juicy revelation from this book. So I would, first of all, highly recommend you can go on Amazon to order it or go on our website, identitynetwork.net and you can actually order it. It's called Healing from Dis-Ease. You guys are going to love it. And I'm so glad and honored to be able to write a book of the month every month for my partners and also for just those in general that stumble across me and say, wow, I got this book and it was really good. It really helped me out a lot. That's what I love to hear. So I'm so glad and honored to be able to bring this to you guys this month. So I wanted to talk about today basically enjoying the journey, enjoying the journey. Now, you might say, yeah, we've heard that phrase before. Let me tell you something about enjoying the journey. I have come to the realization, and this is going to be a little pep talk today, because I've come to the realization in my life that, you know what, do we go through hard days? Sure we do. The Bible says, you know, that in this life there will be trials and tribulations, and trials and tribulations don't always mean demons and hell and all this other stuff. Trials and tribulations just means you live in a world that's sort of fallen, um, that people sort of think out of side, think with their brain versus outside their brain, you know, to the mind of Christ, and and so a lot of times when humans begin to think out of our ignorance and our lack of knowledge on life, because maybe we haven't educated ourselves enough on it, or we don't really dive into the mind of Christ to see exactly, you know, God's point of view about a situation or a person, then a lot of times we tend to make mistakes and accidents and and tend to bring out the negative energy out of us, right? And so we have that throughout the day. So we live in a world where trials and tribulations really occur. And, and it just, they come a lot from just ignorance a lot of times. They come from just a fallen state of consciousness within this world. But the good thing about our lives is understanding that, you know, just sometimes trials happen and sometimes tribulations just happen. And when they do, they don't, they're not here to stop you. They're not here to sort of ruin your life. You know, they're not here to say you're, you know, your last day is today because you're going through a hard time. Now, grant the fact, sometimes we do look at our lives and we say to ourselves, you know what, 
you know, this this horrible day today has been so bad. It's like the end of my life. It's like everything is going horrible today. But I love what the scripture says, and that is weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. The great thing and the glorious thing about, about the kingdom of God, and especially, you know, working within our lives, is that today is not the end of the world. And sometimes when you go through a hard time and a hard day, you know, I don't tend to focus. A lot of you who, who follow the ministry know and understand that as a law of attraction, law of, of attraction practitioner, as a minister of the gospel, you know, I love to be able to merge the two together because as we know, law of attraction is very biblical from Genesis to Revelation. Thinking positive, focusing on good reports and healthy things is very needed in today's society especially within the church because a lot of times in the church we tend to look at worldly things and magnify them oh it must be the end of time because there's an earthquake oh it must be the end of time because you know what Russia's doing to the, to the Ukraine oh it must be the end of time because of China doing this you know and yet we tend to magnify things uh, unfortunately and a lot of times within the church we tend to look at things that and really make them bigger than they really are you know it's like looking in that rearview mirror of your car where it says you know objects are closer than they appear you know and it's like we tend to make things bigger than they really are and which is unfortunate because we as a people as a human race but especially those part of the body of Christ we should be those people that are thinking positive we should see the light at the end of the tunnel we should find the pure the bible says to the pure all things are pure to the defiled all things are defiled and what that means is what kind of mindset do you have? How do you see your world? How do you see your life? How do you see the situation? How do you see people, you know, around you? How do you see your friends? How do you see, your, you know, uh, people outside of you? Are you that person that feels like that if you're not my friend, you're a foe? You know, what is the old saying? Either you're for me or against me. And the truth is, if you see neighbors around you who don't even really know you and they're, they're not your friend, you know, because they don't know you, are they automatically your foe, which means enemy? No. You know, so you can't live in a, in a, in a polarized world to say you're for me or against me. No. There's thousands of people you haven't met yet. Millions of people at that you haven't met yet that really would probably like you or maybe just feel indifferent about you. Doesn't mean they hate you or they're your enemy. You know, uh, sometimes you look at life and say, what if I just choose to see the good in all things? And if it happens to be bad, then you know what? God opened my eyes. Open the eyes of the blind in me and show me if the end result is something bad. And you know what? God will every time God will but for me I like to not focus on the bad things and I know and I, I hear a lot of people my wonderful precious friend in Sweden that I love dearly I won't say her name on here but you know she's mentioned before you know she said I used to be in a warfare movement you know my mindset was always warfare she said and now everything makes so much more sense to me now you know hearing your teachings and really really reading the scripture for what the scriptures really say now and not how I used to think they say things to me that you know through other people's perspective you know of life and so you begin to look and realize that the pure all things are pure to the defiled and and the conspiracy theory mentalities and the negative bad horrible world you know mentalities then you will read the bible that way the truth is a lot of times we focus on things and we say to ourselves you know um, the bible is full of this and this and this and you you ask someone else's opinion they're going to say why don't we see the whole bible as that i see the bible as this you know i see i see all the good things in it somebody must not turn around and say i see nothing but just bad and devastation and wars and you know and stuff you know another person's perspective of the bible can be totally different than than the first two people we mentioned so it's not really that 
place of, well, no, you know, let's argue about it. Here's what the Bible really is. Here's what the Bible really says. Because when we do that, we show our ignorance, we show our stupidity, but we also show our immaturity. Because a lot of times we don't stop to understand the right and the respect of having people's opinions be maybe just that. Maybe they're people's opinions. Maybe, maybe not only do they have their own opinions, but instead of me feeling like, you know, uh, no, I know the truth of what the, what the Word of God really says, and they're just a little off. Well, what if yours are out of your opinions as well? Because the truth is, folks, we see in part and we prophesy in part. I mean, the Bible makes it very clear. Right now, we look through a glass dark and dim. In other words, God is proving to you in the Bible, you're not going to see the fullness of everything, you know, outside the Bible or in the Bible. You're never going to get total 100% clarity of what the Bible says because, once again, it could be one thing to you today on one verse, five years later, since you've metamorphosized and transformed and shifted in your life, whether it be your family, your kids, growing older, maybe you got divorced, maybe you switched jobs, maybe you switched locations where you live, geographically locating, you know, so to speak, or whatever, you're, then you're going to see the scripture totally different because you'll be in a different frame, frame of mind within a different location or different way. You're not the same person you were a year ago. So with that being said, we have to incorporate what God says, which is you will never see the fullness of this. Don't, don't get hung up in your pride and egotism to say, I know what it says when you have to face reality. This is your mere uh, interpretation of it, or maybe mixed in it with a little bit of your own opinion, or maybe a little bit more of your perspective of either, like we said earlier, the, has, ha, the glass half full, the glass half empty mentality, and a little bit of realizing, you know, your upbringing does flow out of your brain at times, and, and as hard as we try to keep it out, unfortunately, we live in a world where it's going to seep through, Right? So, with that being said, and we're talking about enjoying the journey, we have to look at life and say this. Your life can be really what you want it to be. You know, and a lot of times when we hear that phrase, we think, oh, no, don't say that, Jeremy. It's not, not, not what about what I want. It's all about what God wants. You're exactly right. But the good thing about the kingdom of God is what does God really want for you? What does God really want you to see? How, how, you, how he wants you to see life? What does God really have in store for you? Well, the good thing about the scriptures is we can, to our understanding and knowledge that we have, we can read where it says no good thing will he withhold from us. And so we know that all good things flow down from the Father of lights, and in him there's no shadow of turning, which means God is a good God. I mean, if you look at the principles of, of, of life, you know, and even with other religions, you know, you never hear of, you know, uh, and let's just be real, let's be real about it, you know, guys, you know, uh, you might not be another religion outside of Christianity. That's great or whatever. However, let's just take a look for a moment. Let's walk on the water uh, outside of our own paradigm for a moment, all right? Or what we, our own belief system. You know, even other religions see God as being good. Whatever they call God, you know, with Muslims being Allah, you know, they don't look at, they don't look and say, Allah's mean, he's ugly, he's malicious, he hates us all, he can't wait to destroy us, you know, you know, or he's tripping today, you know, or we don't read other religions, you know, and we and, and, and where they see God as evil or bad, they don't. So we know the common factor within the human mind and the human soul is that number one, God is good. Now, as Christians, we choose to believe Jehovah God. We choose to believe the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Israel. But if you think about what sort of makes you feel a little better about, about how I believe and how you believe probably as well, is knowing that, you know what, universally, there's, there's billions of people on this planet that actually see God, or whatever they call their God, 
as at least being good. That sort of helps out a little bit to know that means that if anybody else misses it, there's got to be somebody on earth at right. Let, 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 let's just go there for a moment, can we? Because the truth is, you know what, as Christians, we do know the scriptures. We do believe what God is, is saying that he's good. But let's just face reality, folks. Let's just face total human reality for a moment. And that is, even if some some of us might miss it, it's still the consensus, you know, and statistically speaking, that every religion on earth feels that God is good to some degree, right? It makes me feel a little bit better in the back of my mind to say, then maybe I haven't missed it. Maybe God really is good. Are you with me? So with that said, that's just sort of my little walking on the water, you know, uh, opinion here for a moment. But with that said, I want to say this. It does make us feel good because and better because we do know God is good, right? We can read in the scriptures. So we don't need the world or the, or the religions to back up what we, what we believe in the scriptures. However, it does bring a little bit of strength and comfort, let's just face it, to say, well, you know what? We do read where God is good in the Bible, and even other religions, whatever they call their God, they even see God as being good. So we got to get it right on some on this one thing, correct? That's a good thing. And so if you think about it, number one in our belief system on enjoying the journey is God is good. And number two, every religion on this planet, and once again, going outside of our own beliefs in Christianity just for a moment, at least number two, we always, that everybody on planet Earth also believes that, you know, their God or our God or whatever, the God, is that, that God loves to give things to us. He loves to answer our prayers. He loves to, I mean, think about it. Muslims pray, Hindus pray, Christians pray, Jews pray. I mean, come on. I mean, Buddhists even pray for goodness sake, you know, or do their chants or mantras. And so if you think about it, every person on this planet that is in a different religion or in a religion period at least prays, right? And so we know that somehow that if all of us pray as humans in just a human way, that means that means there's in the human DNA that not only have we concluded as a human race that God's good, we've also concluded that somehow through this thing we call prayer, that whatever God is to us, to them, whoever, that obviously prayer is a human thing that we believe that a God or our God hears us, right? And would answer our prayers. Now, many of you as Christians might have a little issue with this, what I'm saying, but I think many of you that are not religious, but you look at this and say, I am a Christian, but I get what you're saying, Jeremy, you're right. Because we have to begin to look and say, the human race believes that something out there hears us. The human race believes that something out there is good that we call God. And, so, and the human race also believes that God really does love us and that God wants to do good things for us. Maybe if we live right, talk right, act right, pray right, you know, uh, what's old saying, you know, I'm a good person, you know, whatever the case may be, that we do believe that if we do what we follow our guidelines on in our religion, that God would reward, reward us and bless us. So let's start with that for a moment. So number one, we've established as a human race, God is good. Number two, we've established that God hears us. And really number three would be this, that God wants to give us good things. Right? And so that's a good thing about it, even backs of our own belief system within Christianity is, you know what? Hey, we read these three things in the Bible, and yet it's got to be right because not only is, the, is, is, is it what we believe the Bible, the people, the Word of God, but even humanity believes that within their own religions. So we must be getting this thing right. And so with all that said, let's look at life for a moment. 
Jesus died to give us life and life more abundantly. And yet, and yet, here's here's the great thing about life. We hear that in Christianity. We hear that in, in Judaism. You know, as far as not within Christ, but we hear in Judaism about you know God says here's your here's your here's my laws. You know, uh, meditate upon them you know day and night. And we read about you know within the Torah different scriptures that deal with you know um, really that God would uh, be good to us and that we and that God's given us a life and there's there's maybe laws that we can abide by to and God will give us reward us with good blessings or joy. And so think about it from this angle that somehow within other religions, even Buddhism, think about. It for a moment. Many of you religious people that are, I'm, I'm dealing with your sacred cow. I know you're, you're, you're cringe, cringing right now, but you know what? Hey, it's good for you. When we went to Bible college, we learned about world religions. Guess what? I didn't cringe. I realized I need to learn about humanity and where their mind thinks and, and how they think and how other religions think so I can sort of know how to talk to people, right? So if you cringe, then you know what? We need to sort of get over that a little bit and move into the place of, hey, this is good teaching for you to understand because we need to understand what people think and believe. If not, we're never going to be able to get into their mind and, and, and befriend them and really talk to them and respect them and maybe help them in what maybe we feel is real for us, right, as Christians. So because of that, we look and we say to ourselves, okay, so even other religions, you know, have this type of air about it, about them, about that we've been given life on this planet, Maybe for maybe our missions are different in other religions than Christianity. Maybe their purposes are different than you know our purposes in Christianity. But the truth is, I think we can establish the fourth principle, which is do good to others, <laughs> be good to be good and kind to people. Right? I mean, every religion at least believes in hey, you know what? Either so either love your neighbor, be kind to your neighbor, hug your neighbor, or smile at your neighbor. Something, but it's just be kind, right? Be kind. It's like in the eighties we had VHS tapes. It was be kind, please rewind. You know. And I'm like, gosh, I remember that. I worked at a video store when I was a teenager at one point. I'm like, oh, I hear that phrase one more time. You know, but we know as far as human race, we know there's there's still that little little thing in the, in the back of our soul that just says, hey, be kind to people, be nice to people, love people, right? You never go into religion that says, you know, hate people, kill people. Now, we know there's extremisms in, in different religions. We hear about that, right? You know, either you're part of my religion, or you're not, or I'm going to kill you. You know, and that's extremities. But yet, that's also radicalism. It's not even with the, found within their own their own um, belief of what they feel in the religion at the core value of it. And so we know they're even wrong, right? So if you look at that, the fourth thing is what: be kind, be kind and like people. Be kind to your neighbor. Treat your neighbor good. And so when we talk about enjoy the journey. I wanted to establish these four points because I want you to understand that this is not even a Christian thing. It's a human thing. It's a religion thing. Outside of relationship of Christianity, it's a religion's thing on the earth. It's a people thing. And so when we say enjoy the journey, I've learned in my, in my life this, that I'd rather see the, the, the life uh, like a glass half full. I'd rather see the good in all people if I can. If if there happens to be something bad within somebody or something I need to look out for, watch out for. Hey, that's that's God's job. He can give me a red flag. He can he can pull up the red you know the red light and say stop for a moment. Hold on. You know stop. Look and listen. You know if you see something, say something. Right. And so we know that. But as a whole within my life. 
through trials and tribulations and maybe raunchy people, bad people, people with negative energy, maybe bad vibes, you know, uh, people that believe different from me. Either way, I'm going to I choose to believe that I'd rather see the, the good in people. Why? Because if not, God, God's, God's, God's a big guy. He's a big boy. For lack of better words, not being disrespectful, but, but he's a, he's a big boy. He can take care of his own self, his own kingdom. That's what he, he's not been doing from, for billions upon billions of years without me, right? So, so he can take care of himself. You know, I don't need a cover for him, you know? And knowing that, that means that, that through my life, that, you know, I don't have to sort of find myself defending God, defending my belief. I can just live my life and find the joy and realize that all I'm called to do is just live my life and live my life out loud and, and just be it and just, just scream it from the mountaintops as far as living the light. Even sometimes it doesn't even mean, it mean make a sound or make a noise or scream scripture at somebody. And the idea for me when it deals with life is realizing I live by those four principles because I really I understand that, you know what, if I find the good in people, then when I read the Word of God, I'm going to begin to find a lot of great things, a lot of revelation, a lot of good things that God wants me to learn in my life. Why? Because I've got to learn to enjoy the journey. And if I go through a trial, a tribulation, a hard time today, you know what, joy comes in the morning. We be may endure just for another night, but joy comes in the morning. So tomorrow's going to be a little better. So I don't have to begin to, you know, um, expand my consciousness on the, the bad things and negative things. People ought to hurt me. People ought to get me. You know, these conspiracy theories are true. Don't trust anyone. You know, believe no one. Uh, you know, everything is of Satan. Everything's going to come and destroy me. I'm always fighting every day. I'm always battling every day. Something's wrong with, you know, my family. Something's wrong with my situation. Something's wrong with my job. You know, I don't have to do that because I realize in my life, that you know what that's not true and if it happens to present itself to me let's say for example today or tomorrow or like it did maybe years ago on a, on a certain day then you know what it's okay I'm a big boy I can I can deal with it I do what I need to do I pray I keep on loving, I keep on giving, I keep on receiving, I keep on, you know, sowing. And and through that, I keep on giving grace, I keep on giving compassion, because those are key elements within my life that I really, that stem from not only the Word of God, but from those four basic principles that I said earlier. And through that, I realized, you know what, life is, life is going to get better, Jeremy, and so I might have a bad day. But if I enjoy the journey and realize, you know what, this day can either reveal things to me about myself that I need to learn about, or, the, or maybe or maybe it's about a crappy attitude that I'm having today through a bad trial, or maybe, you know, I, I yelled at somebody, which I'm not a big yeller, but I yelled at somebody, you know, uh, through my bad day experience today, and I realized at the end of the day I learned something. You know, they didn't deserve that. Why would I do that? And so guess what? Lesson learned. Might need to go ask somebody for, you know, for forgiveness. I might need to correct and fix a situation. Or maybe I got myself in a situation, you know, today that it just looks like it's just like a rabbit, rabbit hole, you know. But yet I'm learning. I can still learn. And so I've realized, you know what, I don't want to spend my days every day, you know, binding the devil, focusing on the devil, focusing on, you know, this, these people are evil. You know, you're either for me or against me. You know, uh, you know, you either hate me or you love me, or, you know, you're out for no good. You know, you're out to hurt me. The government's wanting to hurt me. The president wants to destroy me. You know, uh, everybody wants socialism and this person wants to take me over. I just don't have time for that kind of stuff. And you might say, well, don't bury your head in the sand, Jeremy. I said, you know what, why not? Why can't I? Because here's why. Because I recognize a world. I recognize good people. I recognize bad people. 
I also recognize people get ripped off, people get murdered, people get, you know, um, robbed, people get raped, unfortunately. People, you know, um, have bad jobs, people are unhappy. I recognize all that, but why focus on those things? Because as a man thinketh, so is he. I would rather focus on if I attract the good things because I believe that people can be good. I believe there can be something good within people if I just light the fire in them and show them the goodness and show them what life can be for them and show them they don't have to murder, they don't have to rape, they don't have to kill, you know, uh, that they don't have to be unhappy today. They, you know, they can get another job if they're miserable. They don't have to feel stuck in an abusive relationship maybe where their husband's beating them up every day as, as battered, as a battered woman. You know, I, I can, t I can give them the hope and the bright future that God has given me. And I've realized that if I have a bad day, I don't need to focus on the bad. I need to focus on the fact that through those through that day of being bad, there's going to be some people crossing my path that might need me. They might need me being real. They might need me being organic. But they also might need me to love on them. And I realize, you know what? This is not the end of my days. Uh, you know, I've got tomorrow too. So why focus on the negative and the bad? And 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 why even realize that this this situation today? It's just a trial. It's just a tribulation. Whatever I take from it will just will just reinforce my positivity even more. If I learn from it, learn from my mistakes, learn from my downfalls, learn from the things that I'm going through during that one day, you know what? I'll come out a better person. So bringing on trials and tribulations, I'm cool with that because I'm still going to see life beautiful. I'm still going to see the good in my neighbor. Oh, my neighbor's a Muslim. Well, get to know him. Shake their hand. Bring them some. Bring them some some food. Bring them, You know, give them a hug. Sometimes you know, take their 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 garbage can take that's on the street. Take it up to their house and say, "I just want to pull your garbage can in for you." If they'll if they'll let you do that, you know, I've done that before or whatever. But the key thing is, life is good, folks. And when you enjoy the journey of life and everything life brings, you know, God never said, I died to give you good life and a good, perfect life more abundantly. He didn't say that. He says, I died to give you life and life more abundantly, which means you're going to have an abundance of life. And what does life consist of? Life consists of life. Whatever life brings, life consists of more of that. And the abundant, the abundant part of the more than that mentality means I can put myself in the more than that mentality of life and I can find Christ in it deeper than I did before. I can find the light at the end of the tunnel more. I can find the light in the darkness. I can find the fact that my job is not the, you know, the worst. Maybe I, maybe other people have worse jobs than me. Or you know what? I can actually find a new job. You know, I can actually leave that battered husband and go seek help for for me and my children. I can be able to do this and do that. You know, so when you look at life, you realize, you know, an abundance of life means you're getting more of life and that life is, and, and that the goodness about getting more life is that God is in my life, good, bad, and ugly, because I choose to see him. And, and if there's something I can't wrap my brain around, no big deal. God will turn it around for my good anyway. So I don't have to engage in going down the rabbit hole of all that negative stuff. And trust me, folks, I don't tell my age a whole lot, but I'm 52 years old. So hopefully you guys will say, you look pretty good for 52. I would say, thank you. I hope I, I'm trying so the best I can. But with that being said, I realize I really do love life. Have I had really some rough days in my life that just sucked? Pardon my language, but just really sucked majorly? Sure I have. Have I gone through hard times in my life where maybe, uh, I, you know, maybe someone made fun of me when I was a teenager or maybe, you know, um, I worked at a job 
job that I could not stand. Or maybe, you know, I had someone turn their back on me, you know, years ago, or I might have people that love on me. Yes, I've had all of that. Have I cried? Have I screamed? Have I cussed? Sure, I have. <laughs> you can imagine the words that come out of my that have come out of my mouth before in the past. You know, through a horrible, rotten, you know, blankety blank day. You know, but guess what? I got forgiveness, and I got hope, and I got joy, and I know that that moment is just going to pass for me. And God said, if you want a deeper depth of abundance of life, then you're going to have to learn to see me at the deeper core of that part of that of your life. And just realize, I've got it. I've got it all taken care of for you. And that's the beautiful thing about enjoying the journey. So don't get all drama with yourself. Don't find yourself all day long saying, the devil's here, the devil's there, the devil's everywhere. You know, that old, you know, saying, you know, or the devil, you know, there's an old, you know, I remember watching, I'll never forget, I never, I remember watching, um, what was the name of that movie? It had Molly Shannon in it. And I cannot remember the name of it now, but it was hilarious. Molly Shannon was from Saturday Night Live. She played this really geeky girl. Um, gosh, I can't even remember the name of it now. Her name in the movie, her name was Mary Catherine Gallagher. You know, and I never forget. It was a hilarious movie. Many of you probably know what I'm saying. What I'm talking about. And she was hilarious. She, her dream, her fantasy, was to date somebody and be popular and go to Hollywood and be a famous actor. You know, mentality. And and it was a hilarious movie. But but one part in there, there's represent this girl in it that was hilarious. But this girl in the, in the movie was like supposedly representing this goth person who like worshiped the devil you know and it was it was a hilarious thing and so they had this talent show you know on within this this comic this comedy uh movie they had a talent show and the girl gets on stage and i'm giving you guys a lot of information girl gets on stage and one that's sort of the devil goth, goth gothic person you know and 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 the, the and they're in a christian school and and the i think the counselor or the teacher that was in charge of the talent show says so what are you going to sing today for us and you know and 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 you know he's like okay and she he's up the piano over there and she goes you know the devil's in me the devil's in you and he's like okay that's enough enough for today that's you know you, you did your there's your talent and it was just funny because you're thinking it was just hilarious but yet the truth is so many people truly believe that you know the devil's in you the devil's in here the devil's there the devil you know the devil's everywhere around me and i'm like that's got to be a miserable lifestyle that's got to be a miserable existence for for many people i don't want to look back at my life and say uh, yeah, I, you know, oh, I fought this race, God. The devil was everywhere after me all day long, but I fought it. And God's like, wow, you didn't even enjoy. I took piercings in my side. I took piercings in my hands and my, and my feet. And yet that's the best you could do for me. <laughs> I, I took, I took, I took, I gave my life that you could have life and have it more abundantly. And that's your end result. Your end result is not, Lord, I, I, I loved the life you've given me, you've given me. I loved it and I, I shed light and I, and I brought happiness and hope to people. I helped the wounded. I, I uplifted the sadness off people. I broke the chains off people who were really, you know, um, depressed or down and, you know, and I gave people, you know, something that you gave me, God, which is life. And God would be like, yes, yes, you honor me with what I died to give you. Yes. That's where we say, that's where I believe God's going to look and say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And that's the thing I want you to bring to your attention today. Enjoy your journey. You only have one life to live, as the old soap opera says. You have one life to live. Make it count. Dive deep into it and see the treasure in life itself.
Thank you again for tuning into our podcast, folks. You guys are amazing. You really are. And I so appreciate each and every one of you for being a part of this journey with me and this ministry in my life as I'm a part of your life as well. Always and always remember, go to the website if you need any Christian resources, identitynetwork.net. We are here for you. Join the Book of the Month program. Join the Prophetic Word of the Month program. I prophesy all day long to people who write in for Prophetic Word to give donations for our missions and, and the Book of the Month program is exciting and new and you get free books at times and you get a brand new book before anyone else does. And so go to the website, join our book club, you know, receive a monthly Prophetic Word and be able to be on the pattern with me to where you're getting healthy teachings to learn to love the life God's given you and also love who you are that God loves so much. Thank you again. And as we always say when we close our podcast, if you don't like your day, change the way you're thinking and your day will get better. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.